It's time to go around the courts with Sean Fuster on 5AA Breakfast. You can make a difference without getting involved through independent charity Crime Stoppers, supported by Police Credit Union. The best in the business is Sean Fuster. Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, guys. Sean, the old saying, money can't buy you happiness, <laughs> may well have been demonstrated uh, in, in with great force by your excellent story today about this bankrupt builder. This is one of, I mean, I say this quite often on this show, I feel like one of the weirder stories I've attended, but this is one of the weirder court hearings I've attended. So we're talking about a bloke by the name of Terry Woodall, a builder from out Keithway. He went bankrupt a few years ago, left on the bones of his butt, found himself in possession of the winning $15 million lottery ticket. Now, you'd think that's the easy way to clear your debts and everything. Mm. But what the court's been told is, instead of offering to repay his $300,000 plus in debt to his creditors, he either failed to disclose this lottery win to his creditors, or he deliberately hid this lotto win from his creditors and kept it all to himself. Now, that's the sort of thing that you get caught up with pretty quickly, one way or another. Somebody eventually figures out, hey, didn't we just give this bloke $15 million and isn't he registered somewhere as a bankrupt? So it all came out in the wash and what happened is the debts were all paid and he turned up at court and he said, look, I didn't do it deliberately. I didn't realise that I had a duty to disclose that money. So I'll put my hand up to having done it, not deliberately, but through ignorance. That's when prosecution and defence had an argument at the bar table about it and the magistrate quite rightly said, well, if you two are going to argue about it, I'm not going to accept this guilty plea. I'm going to kick it onto trial because <laughs> clearly there needs to be a trial. So had he, had, he paid, had he paid everybody back the money that he owed them? That's exactly the thing. He's paid everybody back. Everybody's free and clear. He ended up giving a million dollars of the $15 million that he won, did Mr. Woodall, to his creditors to clear not only the debts, but also the interest, also any penalties he'd incurred by failing to disclose it in the first place. He completely cleared his debt. Everything's done. So that's why he pleaded guilty, obviously. But the magistrate says, no, if you prosecution defence can't sort this out between yourselves, (laughs) we're going to go to a trial, which triggered something really strange. Instead of accepting the lesser plea, which they decided to do, the prosecution turns around and goes, no, COVID's over. We don't need to speed up the course of justice. We don't need to worry about courtroom delays. We're going to reinstate the original charge, which sees him serving five years jail if convicted, and we'll go off to trial in the district court then. Does that make it even more serious for him, Jake? Why? Basically, the, the why is the question. It does make it even more serious. Instead of facing a small trial in the magistrate's court where the maximum penalty would be 12 months jail, he's now facing a jury trial in the district court with a five-year maximum term hanging over his head, again, for money that he has admitted he failed to disclose, for money that he has since given across and paid, for debts that he has since cleared, he's now facing five years jail. This all came up in court yesterday because... Mr. Woodall took it back to the magistrate's court, the lower jurisdiction, and said, well, seeing you won't accept my plea to the lesser charge, and I spent a whole bunch of money on my legal fees, can I have my legal costs back for that, please, so that now I can kick on to the district court? And the magistrate hearing it, who's a different magistrate, says, is there any way we could just reinstate the original charge and get this over with? If everybody agrees it happened, can't we just kick this on through the goals and move on with our lives, seeing everybody's paid? And the federal prosecutors came back and said, 
No, Your Honour. Uh, we've been instructed that taking a plea is no longer a matter of utility because COVID's over. We've got courtrooms available. Let's kick on and get him sentenced to five years jail. So who instructed? Who instructed this the, them? This is the Federal Commonwealth DPP instructing. So is this like the, they, they had an email that had gone around during COVID saying, hey, we've got to... You know, it's a bit tough to get these things through the courts, so look to settle where we can, uh, where it makes sense. Oh, the new email came out whilst this was all going on, revert to normal, and it's just this bloke's been caught in the middle of it? Spot on. Absolutely spot on. As his own lawyer said, his guilty plea wasn't... Ta- he didn't retract his guilty plea. His guilty plea was cut out from under him. This guy's asked to plead guilty to a lesser charge. He's prepared to admit he did the wrong thing, just not the wrong thing to the degree of five years jail. The DPP federally is going, no, we're not prepared to accept that excuse anymore because we're now ready to proceed because COVID's over. Am I wrong to feel sorry for this bloke a bit, Sean? (laughs) Look, I do a little bit too. Obviously, by his own admission, he's done the wrong thing from the start. You'd think anybody that wins $15 million, the first thing you'd do is call the people that you owe money to and say, hey, can I clear that debt? But a decision was made. It was the wrong decision. He's prepared to cop that. It just seems now that the uh, federal government's really looking to bring the hammer down on this, all because it now suits their purposes. What what agency does a Supreme Court judge have here, Sean? Is there the capacity for them to sit down and say, this is ludicrous that it got to me, sort it out? Well, at the moment, it's still before the magistrate's court. The magistrate doesn't okay. have that power because it is a federal prosecution. When it kicks onto the district court, it's going to be exactly the same situation. Hmm. A district court judge is going to be told... You will be hearing this case because we in the federal government insist on this being prosecuted. There's no way of stopping it. The other thing about it is federal penalties are much, much higher. You can't be sentenced to a suspended sentence in some cases in a federal case. You can't have a home detention sentence in some cases in federal matters. You have to go to jail. So this could well be a situation where this millionaire who's you know cleared his debts and moved on with his life may end up serving a jail sentence for a dumb decision he made several years ago. <laughs> wow, what a, what a price to pay for it. Great stuff, as always, Sean. Sean Fuster, the uh, chief court reporter for The Advertiser. Good on you, mate. You can cut it, catch him on Just Lawful on Sundays as well, of course, with his award-winning podcast and show here right on 5AA. That's a crazy story. Bizarre, isn't it? Going back to the start, I'm not sure why you win <laughs> 15 million bucks and then quibble about 300k. Yeah, well, he, he might I mean, be paying the price for being a bit stingy in the first place. That's, that's just bizarre. There might be people it. listening who were caught up in that. Yeah. They had to wait years to get their yep. money. Or maybe were worried they wouldn't get their money. Or maybe they didn't get all of their money. Well, he says that he paid it all back. But, hmm, mm. weird. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.